Hello, everybody. Welcome. Steve Wolenhouse here. I'm your host on Anatomy of Success. Welcome. Glad you joined us this week. 10 ways to be better at getting things accomplished. Let's get started. Welcome back. This is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Welcome. First time here. Glad you found us. If you've been here before, subscribe to the podcast, rate, review if you would, and then join us again next week. We'll let you know when future episodes are released. Stop by weatherology.com. Grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. Find me under About Us at the top of that page. You'll find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, as well as on Instagram, and I hope you follow along. Now, I know some remarkable people that seem to work incredibly well under pressure. Myself, I tend to function fairly well when the heat is on. They're able to put things off until the last minute. I don't personally do that, but I know plenty of people that do, and they still get projects finished on time, and they do remarkably good work, but they get stressed out in the process. However, for many people, procrastination starts to become this obstacle that prevents incredible accomplishments. The key to improving our propensity to procrastinate is understanding how highly efficient people manage the temptation to put things off. The first step is understanding why we put things off in the first place and learn to beat those nagging nuances that keep us from being punctual. So here's what we call the procrastinator's dilemma. Joseph Ferrari at DePaul University has studied procrastination and believes it's more complicated than most people realize. Most people believe procrastination is the product of poor management or laziness. However, it's really negative emotions that sabotage our mood. Once stricken by that spell, getting things done becomes increasingly more difficult. Once we decide we aren't in the right mood to get our work done, we diddle, we dabble, and everything under the sun becomes an excuse, email, social media, television, whatever, and we get into this death spiral that prevents us from getting things accomplished. Benjamin Franklin said this, you may delay, but time will not. So here are 10 ways I believe we can help apprehend our mood and put ourselves in a better position to avoid succumbing to the temptation of procrastination. Number one, discover. When we feel uninspired or lack motivation, our mood is attempting to tell us something. Maybe we need more rest, a good workout, a long walk. Don't punish yourself. Take action, do something positive, and then move toward conquering the job when you're in a better state of mind. Number two, start. You know, real motivation begins when we get started. Taking tiny steps helps create momentum that fuels inspiration and focus. We have to train ourselves to always take that first step and build off that inertia. That first step will start to improve our mood and change our perspective in the process. Number three, enormity. When I wrote my first book, Anatomy of Success, I made a commitment to start writing a chapter every day for as long as it took to reach 70,000 words. No exceptions. I didn't set off to write a book and get overwhelmed with the enormity of the project. I started early and divided my project into palatable size pieces. Started, got done every day, a reasonable amount that built over time, and at the end, I finished my book. Goals become less intimidating when we approach our projects that way. 
Number four, atmosphere. When it comes to focusing on quality work, our environment is critical. When I write, I slip into my office with no cell phone, no distractions. It's all business. And my office is where I stay focused on accomplishing deep work. We have to create a place that becomes synonymous with getting quality work done. The atmosphere is imperative. Number five, celebrate. The sense of accomplishment that coincides with getting things done is critically important. We have to celebrate those small victories. Neuroscience supports the advantages of celebration. It builds receptors in our brain responsible for reward and motivation, which leads to a boost in our confidence. Small steps truly matter. They add up, they build momentum, and so do those micro celebrations. Number six, realistic. Many people set goals that are way too big and become easily frustrated at the first sign of adversity. When goals are too big and accomplishments too elusive, we slip into a negative mood. And that's where procrastination starts to plant its seeds. We have to be realistic when setting goals and we have to stay positive and take a long-term approach. Number seven, dialogue. It's very difficult to avoid thinking about something we tell ourselves not to do. Don't procrastinate. Really? Come on. That's like saying, get motivated. Why aren't you inspired? When we talk to ourselves that way, it's highly ineffective. So instead, we have to focus on something else like how great it will feel when we finally get that project completed. With that subtle shift, our brain focuses on action and not avoidance. Olin Miller said this, if you want to make an easy job seem mighty hard, just keep putting off doing it. Number eight, imperfection. As most of you know, I'm not an advocate of business plans. Most people spend way too much time perfecting plans and never become proficient at taking action. Dreaming up perfect plans typically results in never being satisfied, never getting started, and not being willing to deviate from that plan once it's concrete. Ditch perfection and watch how our life starts to improve. It's easy to make modifications as we go along, but impossible to move ahead if we don't get started. Number nine, results. Now, here's what I mean by this, and I'll use an example as it pertains to our health to help illustrate this. Prevention truly is the best medicine. If you're worried about getting sick, my recommendation, avoid eating bad. Exercise, build your immune system. You'll find yourself getting sick less. When we get sick more often, we make more doctor's visits and we have more expensive treatments. Challenging tasks demand that same kind of a mindset. The results of regular exercise and healthy habits, looking, feeling great, is critically important. Imagine the results and find the inspiration to do the hard work consistently, and you'll find yourself getting more motivated to do the things we need to do to avoid getting sick or avoid being emotionally despondent in the first place. And finally, grace. Now, many of us inflict emotional punishment on ourselves whenever we get tripped up by procrastination. At one point in history, the military used belittling and intimidation with new recruits as a form of motivation. You've seen some of that in movies until they finally discovered it didn't work. A softer approach was adopted. I find it ironic that corporations are so slow to adopt these changes that the military institutes, they tend to lead the way in some of these areas. 
We should all speak to ourselves more favorably and be patient with the process of personal improvement. And that's why I talk about showing yourself grace. Gene Hayden said this, following through is the only thing that separates dreamers from people that accomplish great things. So what do you do to help avoid procrastination? These are 10 things that I think can help. There's plenty more, but I hope you apply these 10 things because these 10 things apply more to our mood as it pertains to accomplishments. Glad you joined us here this week on Anatomy of Success. I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Let's get together again next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.